Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Acts 16.13 reads, And on the Sabbath we went out of the city by a riverside where prayer was wont to be made, and we sat down and spake unto the women which resorted thither. There did not seem to be in the whole of that great city of Philippi that morning a more completely insignificant knot of people than the little weather-beaten Jew, travel-stained with a handful of his attendants, who slipped out in the early morning and made their way to the quiet little improvised pulpit beneath the blue sky by the side of the rushing stream and there talked informally and familiarly to a small gathering of women. The great men of Philippi would have stared if anyone had said to them, you'll be forgotten. But two of these women will have their names inscribed in the memory of the world forever. Everybody will know Euodia and Syntyche. Your city will be forgotten. But that little Jew and the letter that he will write to that cluster of believers that are to be gathered by his preaching will last forever. The mightiest thing done in Europe that morning was when the apostle sat down by the riverside and spake to the women who resorted there. The very same vulgar mistake as to what is great and what is small is being repeated over and over. Isn't it worthwhile to stop for a moment and ask what is a proper yardstick of greatness in our deeds? The truth is, what is done for God is always great. You can drop a quarter into a brook, and immediately the dull-colored metal flashes up into beauty where the sunlight strikes through the ripples, and the magnitude of the little coin is enlarged. In just that way, drop your deeds into God, and they will all be great, however small they are. Keep them apart from Him, and they will be small, though all the drums of the world beat their celebration, and all the coarse people on earth extol their magnitude. The great things are the things that are done for God. A deed is great, you see, according to its sphere. The teacher is more than the man who sells shoes. And on the very same principle, above the teacher and the salesman is the doer of deeds which touch the spirit part of a person's nature, his will, his conscience, his affections, his relations to God. So the deeds that enlighten and give access to these are the highest and the greatest. They are far above the scientific inventor and far above the mere teacher. The humblest work of the purest Christian, poorest rather, Christian, who seeks to draw another soul into the light and liberty which he himself possesses, does the work of ministers and angels. The greatest thing in the world is charity, and the purest charity in the world is that which helps another on his life journey by gracing it with salvation. The great things are the Christian things, and there is no greater deed done that day on this round earth than when that Jewish wayfarer, travel-stained and insignificant, down in the place of prayer, spake unto the women who resorted thither. This seemingly insignificant beginning was, in fact, the first recorded instance of the gospel coming to Europe, the tiny fountainhead from which poured the message that transformed a continent and then the world. For the effects of Christianity have gone everywhere. It's like the pattern set by the Lord himself, a cradle at Bethlehem, a carpenter shop in Nazareth, 30 years buried in a village, three years or so speaking quietly in a tiny nation, and then he was gone from the scene and the world did not know him. And as the Christ, so his church, and so his gospel, and so all good movements that begin from him. 
Has the devil tried to tell you your efforts for God don't matter? That no one notices or his usual lie that you can scarcely matter in a world filled with louder voices and larger personalities? Never mind. Can you tell me any of the names of great leaders who were at Philippi when Paul was there? Well, I can't tell you any either, but I remember the Philippian jailer. And I know his simple sentence, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And I know that asking that same question will still bring salvation to any household just as it did to his. Have you talked to God today? You have been listening to God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. God's Word speaks truth. God's Word speaks life. And God's Word speaks to us today. Hi, I'm Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. Each week we explore God's Word together on In the Shadow of Your Wings, a radio broadcast on KNEO. Tune in each Saturday at 6.45 p.m. to hear the show. And if you ever miss it, you can always view the archive online at kneo.org. We also have the program available as a podcast as well, so you can listen anytime, anywhere. It's available from Sky High Podcast Network. I invite you to check out the show and learn more about our incredible God and how He cares for you. You can trust Him. You can depend on Him, and you can rest in the shadow of His wings. 